Welcome to Culture Bites, where we take culture theory and turn it into everyday insights. We're powered by Human Synergistics, and our mission is to change the world one organization at a time. We can only do that together with our amazing community, so thank you for listening. Christmas. It's the most wonderful time of the year, but it's also known for having a lot of stress. Christmas can be a really stressful time. I'm with Liana Sangster. Hey, Dom. And today, Liana, I wanted to throw some Christmas stresses at you and get some tips on how people can say, stay constructive this holiday season. Are you up for that? <laughs> oh, give it my best try. <laughs> <laughs> so, bit silly, but it's for real, right? I mean, Christmas can be a really stressful time. I know. What's that about? Christmas is all supposed to be about carols and holiday season relaxation. You know what? I think it's like there's a lot of pressure and stuff there's a lot of like you you've got to you feel compelled to do a whole lot of things around christmas mm. time that maybe you don't want to do that's saying a lot in itself isn't it really <laughs> well that's probably a good place to start but it's like <laughs> you know there's all the shopping that needs to be done mm. there's the crowds that come with that car parks you know jingles starting up too early people get stressed out by that then there's you know deciding where to have dinner Who's coming over? You got to make stuff for it. It's oh, just, and pleasing both sets of families, or if you've got more than two not, sets of families, you know, yeah. or not, and that can be a whole thing on its own. And so, really, it's not just the Christmas; it's the lead up as well. It's the lead up, yeah, mm. that's it. So, it's timely, really, isn't it? It is very timely. So maybe you're listening to this, maybe you're doing your shopping as we speak, and you can relate relate to this. But we'll go over maybe like what's a typical build up to Christmas. We'll go over some stresses. And then I'm interested in hearing your tips, Liana. Okay, let's go. You're going to solve it all for us, right? Oh, gosh. That's my, <laughs> that's my Christmas wish list this year. Let's have a go then. <laughs> all right. So, you know, it's um, late November right now, early December, and I haven't done my shopping. <laughs> I tell myself every year I'm going to do better, <laughs> but I never do. I never do. I never do it early enough. Now there's crowds everywhere. I'm going out. I'm driving my car. There's no parking. I'm getting stressed. I see a park open, opening up. I'm waiting for it. And then this other guy pulls in and takes my car park. Damn. What do I do? Well, as you were telling me that story, I was like, leaving it last minute, is that a pattern of behavior? <laughs> That's the coach in me. I can't. Every year. <laughs> Every year. Okay. You know what? That is, I mean, it is super frustrating, particularly in a city like Sydney. There is no escaping traffic at any point in the day, but let alone going to a mall at Christmas time. Oh my gosh, you'd have to have a death wish. Um, <laughs> Sometimes I do. Doing <laughs> well, like first, you know, the, the full practical, logical person in me is going, which is totally unhelpful last minute. Why don't you do your online shopping? <laughs> it's thank, all about online people. <laughs> thank you for pointing that out. I'll take it on advice. Um, okay, that's for future planning. How do you do? So you were in, so we're actually in the car right now, and someone's taking our car. We are in the car right now. So you know, there's obviously a lot of built-up stress. You put a lot of pressure on yourself up until that point. So it sounds like someone who operates really well under pressure. You know, <laughs> when that happens, the first thing you got to do is take a deep breath, take some deep breaths in the car, uh-huh. and actually go: Is this a catastrophic nightmare or not? Will we get through this? Probably. Yes. Given that you've already done it every other year, you might draw your attention to the fact that we've survived this a couple of times before and we'll do it again too. It's not quite in the trenches, but it feels close sometimes. <laughs> it does feel close. 
And, you know, I think it's one of those things where getting stressed out is just going to make it worse. Totally. You know, and but it's so tempting to do because you're you're idling, you know, you're idling high. You're idling at like a seven on the stress scale. Yeah. So things that come up are liable to kind of push you over the edge more easy than normal, perhaps. Yeah. And in that moment, yeah, totally. And in that moment, your inner dialogue is probably saying something like, how did I do this again? Why did I put my and that every every time? So like maybe it's an opportunity to say you could go one of two ways. First of all, acknowledge you know what this is out of my control. This current car parking situation, I have no control over it Uh whatsoever. But what I do have in my control is how I choose to respond to the situation. So Uh how. You know what? I could have 30 minutes, worst case scenario, sitting in this car waiting for a car park. How do I want to use that time? You could listen to a podcast. You could. For instance, right? <laughs> you could listen to a bit of back catalogue of Culture Bites. That'd be one way. Totally. Accept the facts. Do something that you, you know, put on some good music and turn it into a bit of a nightclub in your in your car. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe if you don't like Christmas carols and you're not getting into that zone. <laughs> so try to have some fun with the moment that's out of your control because it is supposed to be the holiday joyful season, isn't it? Yeah, that's it. And keep in mind on the bigger picture, right? I guess it's one of these things, you know, thing with Christmas shopping as well, the worst is when you turn up and you've got no idea what you're looking for. Oh, you're just yeah. like hoping inspiration's going to hit you in the mall somehow. Yes, roaming around aimlessly, uh, particularly if you've got a couple of toddlers with you or something. Oh, that's just oh, adding layer there. Oh, that'd be the worst, <laughs> right? And you're going around and I, I kind of dislike big crowds at the best of times. So like, you know, I... Just like going through security in the airport and there's the guy's surprised that he has to get his laptop out. (laughs) (laughs) We all know this. (laughs) Come on, by now we all know that we have to get our laptop out. Like, why is this a surprise to you? Don't look confused coming through those gates with your really metal belt belt (laughs) buckle on. You know, we all know what (laughs) the radar off. You know. But but it's it's and that's the same situation. It's like, what's the point of getting all worked up? Right. Yeah. But it's you know it's it's sometimes it's hard not to, Outside especially if you're your if you're running late for your planes. So you're already stressed. It's the same kind of thing actually. Christmas shopping and running late yep. for a plane. It's but it's one of those things, right? So you know the plane might take off. You getting stressed about it isn't going to change the outcome. I just thought about it. even worse is flying at Christmas. Because <laughs> <laughs> hey, then you got the giant the crowds and you got the people who don't fly often. They're just going home for Christmas once a year. And so they really are surprised. Taking their time. What do you mean I can't take three sets of luggage on the plane? To your point before of walking around aimlessly, maybe that's a good tip. You got to, the planning, the achievement, you've got to write a list before you Uh, go. Set some goals and parameters. uh, Yeah, that's it. So do a bit of forward planning. Look things up. So even if you can't online shop because it's too late by this point, (laughs) you could still browse online, I suppose, and get an idea. And then go to the shop. That's like the old reversal, everyone's doing it the other way around now, where they look at the uh, they look at the thing in store and buy online. That's what uh, all the retailers are complaining about. Ah, so maybe it's a little reversal, you know, a little reversal of that. Yep, that's cool. <laughs> and what about people who hate jingles inside oh. the uh, inside the mall? Grab a set of headphones. That's it. And listen to Point your own on. music. That's it. We'll just get into it. Yeah, we all I, get into it. You know, I, I, do, I did love. Bringing this close to home in the office yesterday, one of one of our colleagues who loves Christmas chucked on some little Michael Bublé. Who uh, you love or hate? <laughs> little little bubbles, 
And uh, but I loved it because because two team members of mine, uh, James and Jess, uh, aren't the aren't the biggest fans of uh, aren't the biggest fans of Christmas music. Also, oh, you can revel in the discomfort of your colleagues well, with some fun. What I loved, so what I loved is who <laughs> choked it on, put it on, and then proceeded to walk away and do something else, <laughs> <laughs> which I loved. So they they were just sitting there, copping this Christmas music, and the person who enjoyed it wasn't even there. And what did they do? Oh, well, I pointed it out after a while, and they turned it off. <laughs> I loved it. I, was, I thought that was hilarious. I wondered if. She was just doing it for a laugh. <laughs> but, um, yeah, look, wear things or just get into the spirit. You know, just I get think, into it, I think I part of it, you know, we talk, you talked about mindset. It's the whole situation plus thinking equals response. Can't and beat him, join him. To, can't beat him, join him. And the, kind of the more you fight it, the worse you make it. It's like the old Chinese finger trap or whatever. So sometimes it's just embrace it. Yeah, you know? but that's so true, right? Because also when, it's like when someone points out the dripping tap to you. And so then all, yeah. you pay, all you can hear is that it, but yeah. you didn't hear it before That's right. someone pointed it out to you. So the more you pay attention to it, the more you're giving it energy. That's right. Sign out. And if you get into it, you know, it's quite good. So I'm married to a Filipina, as you know, and they love Christmas. No one loves Christmas There's more no than the There's no escape in your household. No one loves it. So they talk about the Burr months. They start counting down September from, uh, counting down Christmas from September 1st. So it's September, October, and so on. The Burr months. Wow. So there's like a whole third of the so year that's that early. you're celebrating. That's early. They, they love it. But I kind of love how much they love it. Like, like. Oh, that's an interesting way of looking I at it. I love how much they love it. Experience others' joy of, yeah. the, of the jingles. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So. That's cool. Yeah. We had our, our Christmas tree was up November 1st. So. Nice. Nice. That, that puts me to shame, up. actually. Yeah. Well, people, other people <laughs> listening to this are probably horrified, but. You know, it's nice. It is nice. It's nice. I like Why it up not? there. Who doesn't like a couple of sparkly lights? That's right. In their living room. It's, you know what and it is? And the promise of presents. I mean, who doesn't like presents, really? Well, see, I think this is what stresses people, though, because it's the symbol of present buying and so on. Oh, what does my present giving say about me? Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> How that, well do I know the exactly. person? Have I spent enough money? <laughs> There's a lot of pressure, right? <laughs> yes. How much money do you spend? Yeah. How much do you love me, you know? Yeah. How, how much Getting money right. are you spending? How insightful is it? You know? Yeah, you can put a lot of pressure on yourself in the present giving department, massively. can't you? I think that's actually the most stressful thing for me mm. is the present buying. Isn't that interesting? Because a present's supposed to be you know, a gift from one person to the other and it should be joyful to give and receive, right? You know the difference though? It's become, and that's the, kind of the sad thing about Christmas is it's become, it's so expected, right? So it's no longer now like, Oh, that was a lovely thought. Liana, thank you for that. It's like you're fulfilling your obligation. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yes. It's different. So it's not it's, sporadic. It's um You're doing it out of some kind of conventional approval drive. Yeah, it's interesting. In in my family, we don't do the gift giving so much. And then in my partner's family, it's a do a Chris Kringle, which, you know, introduced as an idea to take that pressure away of having to buy every individual someone. And it mm. I remember when it was proposed first, it's funny. You know, you just you don't think about it, but when it's thrown out there, you're like, that's an excellent idea. Everyone goes, oh, great idea. So yeah. it tells you something that actually people don't necessarily want to have to go out and buy all these presents all the time. No. Make it easy for yourself. And actually, I, I always get <laughs> – my wife hates it because I never know what I want either. She's like, what do you want? I'm like, no, 
don't want anything, which is the worst answer in the world. It's like, well, I've still got to get you something. So it's completely unhelpful. You're telling me that. So there is an, you have to participate in this to make it work, but there is an app or a a kind of electronic version of Kris Kringle where it nominates, you put all the names in the hat and then they get distributed and then you're prompted to put in a wish list. And so it's, it's supposed to take away the difficulty of this anxiety that people have around buying the right present. I think it's not a bad approach. I, see, I can't name it though. I, or I'm too practical. I'll be like, <laughs> that's yeah. really practical. Give me something I can use. Oh, yeah. Very helpful, Dom. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we've got shopping, car parks and crowds. Yeah. And Christmas jingles. Next comes the actual, the main event, the Christmas day. So first of all, it's where are we spending it this year? Is it, is it with your family? Is it with my family? Hmm. Bear in mind, we've spent the last one at your family. Yeah, well, <laughs> or, that's or, one very clear. Are you giving a clear that, message when you say that? That, pretty, you? that one's pretty clear. Or better is like, I know we spent it at my family last year, but my family's one's just better. That's oh, better. yeah. Didn't you have more fun at that party? Didn't you have more fun? Yeah. Where do we spend? You know, like this is a classic problem-solving technique, really, isn't it? Decision-making. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't sound right, but it is. <laughs> it is so. What's our objective here? You know. <laughs> and look, if the stated objective is to do the right thing by your family, then you know that the kind of that veers you in the direction of doing what's expected. But uh-huh. if if the objective is for us this year to to relax and regenerate because we've had a really difficult year, then you might be pointed in a different direction, uh-huh. and maybe you just go well. Let's jump on a plane on the 25th of December and go to Hawaii. <laughs> could, there, could there be a bit of avoidance there? I mean, well, we're just going to get away. Well, uh, here's the thing. I'm not sure if it is, if it's in line uh-huh. with what you need at that point in time. Yeah, okay. I mean, it, it, again, it depends on your motivation. If you're doing it to avoid something that you don't like versus moving towards something that you need and want, it's a different energy behind it. Mm. So it's probably how you, I think your point, it's avoidance if you lie to people about why you're doing it, maybe. And you uh. say something like, oh, we've got uh, non-refundable tickets and we have to fly on the 25th. Sorry. <laughs> As opposed to saying, you know, I'd love to see you this year, but this is the reason we've decided to do a holiday instead. Yeah, right. Mm. So, um, you know, the, the extra twist on this for a lot of people as well is that they have split families and so on. So now rather than two sets of families, you've got four or something. Yes. You know, and they're like, whoa. And okay. some of them divide their time, don't they? They might go, we're going here in the morning, then we're going to go here yep. in the evening, and then we're expected here on Boxing Day. And it just becomes why, a runaround. Why aren't you eating, Liana? Why aren't you eating? And it's like, well, you know, I had a lot for lunch. Oh, did I've you? I made you this meal. Oh, did you? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, man, you're balancing so much. And it's, oh, yeah. I, you know, I do, ver- on, I do err on the side of, like when I when making decisions from a personal point of view is, you know, what is also going to bring my best self to these other people? Uh-huh. So like if you're running between different houses to please people, but you're not pleasing yourself, you've got to ask like, what is anyone getting out of this situation? If they're just getting you the kind of the dregs, if you like, of you, what you've got left uh-huh. over. Uh-huh. And that can take a, you know, pretty constructive conversation, a respectfully straight conversation, if you like. Yeah. Some families you can do that with. Others would say, I definitely couldn't do that with my family. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. That actually, I want to do a podcast in the future. Here's a little uh, preview with Sean, 
McCarthy on the family origins mm. stuff of behaviours because mm. it plays a huge role, right? Yeah. Well, you know, in my family, the rule is, you know, don't upset mum or something. Yeah, you know? and this and, is what's expected every Christmas we're here. That's it. So, yep. you know, in some families that can be how it is. So, okay. It was well, around choices and well, decision making. So that was just, you know, where are we going to do Christmas? The next thing is, hey, we're, we're doing it at our place this year. People are going to come over, you know. Ooh, turn Aunt, the pressure cooker up. Aunt, Auntie, literally, <laughs> perhaps. Auntie Susan, you know, she's gluten-free, can't have, can't have any breadcrumbs in the uh, stuffing of the turkey. <laughs> you know, Grandma, she needs to be home by 3 p.m., you know, so we've got to get this show on the road before mm. then. My mother-in-law is uh, chipping in on how to, how to cook the turkey. You know, she wants to tell me how everything's done, even though our family... Have a recipe handed down for generations. <laughs> you know, that's, that's gone through the family. You've just burnt the turkey and now the doorbell goes. Go, Liana. What are we doing? Uh, make a quick cocktail. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh, you're really throwing it at me now. That was a bit of a combo. Is it, you know, when you were talking earlier, I was just thinking, gosh, just delegate. <laughs> How have you taken on everything yourself? Yeah, uh, why maybe. is everyone not bringing a plate? Was my immediate thinking because if you're if you're a person that tends to put a lot of pressure on yourself, which a lot of us do, and meet you know, and not not in a well, not mean this in a defensive way, but you want to put on the the best or the greatest experience for your loved ones, and in the process, you create enormous expectations of yourself. Again, you got to go back to what's our what is our objective here? Is mm. our objective to put on the best spread? Or is our objective to bring loved ones together to enjoy each other's company? Good time. Yeah. yeah. And what are the conditions that are required to do that for me and for my guests? Uh-huh. So it's about a bit of self-actualizing as well in there. And I, so that might mean reorganizing how you do it. You've given me a kind of on-the-spot situation, which is what do you do at that point? <laughs> but you might like to yank a few other people in the kitchen and go, okay, can you problem solve this whilst I go and address this yeah. situation? Maybe yeah, that's part of that, it. That's it. And I think we, because there's like so many movies and whatnot around Christmas, it's like the perfect Christmas. There's this idea of the perfect Christmas and the perfect Christmas lunch or whatever. And it's probably just letting go of that and being like, reframing it as let's enjoy it. Let's have a good time. Yep, and let's laugh about it. Okay, so we've got a, a burnt turkey or a chicken, whatever it was that you were saying, we've cooked uh-huh. in the oven. What else What else can we eat for lunch? Yeah, well, let's get know, creative. Just take the top layer off. It's yeah, still good. yeah. Still good. got some frozen dumplings and let's do it. Still, let's still do it. good. That's it. <laughs> Slightly non-traditional, you know, but. But whatever. Whatever. That's about, that is again another self-actualizing, just going, rolling with the punches, right? Just, um, this is the situation. What else can we do? Hmm. Uh. And, you know, I think at the best of times, though, partly why it's stressful as well, it's like event planning, if you want to call it that, is kind of stressful at the best of times because you're juggling multiple things. You're cooking the the potatoes, you're cooking the turkey, you're doing the, you know, whatever, all the sides, you know, something's on the barbecue. It's all those keeping the plate spinning or whatever yeah. is really stressful anyway, let alone like you feel you've got to put on this kind of perfect spread or whatever it is. But just that multitasking in itself. Yeah. And so that's maybe where you're talking, you know, pull some other people in. Yeah, people love contributing. The kitchen's always the best place to be, I reckon, at a party. That's it. Yeah. Maybe it's uh, shaking it up a bit as well. So it's not doing a whole spread for lunch, but it's about doing a grazing day, you know, to so take the pressure off the main meal yeah, and right. actually go, we're just going to serve it up as it comes. <laughs> we're going to start with turkey and finish with 
potato salad or whatever. (laughs) You could do it in little tiny bite-sized portions and then it's quite a fancy, like a fancy restaurant. Then you don't have to juggle all the uh, parts at once. That's it. But, you know, and I think, you know, maybe for Auntie Susan with the gluten allergy. Oh, the gluten, yeah. She can bring her own stuff. Yeah, she can. Well, if everyone brings a plate, then, you know. Auntie Susan with the gluten-free. Fortunately, we have a lot of options in that space now, don't we? But um, I'm not sure I have an immediate solution to that one. <laughs> you know, and I guess, like, sometimes you just got to do it. I mean, that's that's okay, too. I mean, it just takes a bit of planning, really. Yeah, this right? is true. I mean, your options are you try to please everyone and, and build the workload for yourself or you come to a happy medium somewhere and we have no stuffing. Yeah, maybe. To please everyone. Could be. <laughs> I think there might be a riot on your hands with no stuffing, but, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, you can find a way, right? So a lot of it actually feels like it's coming back to a bit of planning. Yes, <laughs> a bit of planning. And also I think that it's within this planning is what's reasonable. It's the check-in with yeah, yourself around right. what's a reasonable thing that one or two people can manage themselves and what can I let go of mm. if our objective is to have a, a nice uh, relaxing time with each other. So what so matters keep that here? In mind. So it's yeah. that check-in. So what matters? Check-in of, and where is my effort best spent? Yes. Yeah. So so things don't have to be perfect. You know, it's, I can buy the gravy. I can buy the gravy versus cook it. You know, like <laughs> I can buy the potato salad. Yeah. You know, like true. there are things that you can make life that slightly is, easier for yourself. Yeah, spot on, actually. It makes me, uh, you know, considering my Christmas now. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> okay, so we've done Christmas lunch yep and now we're getting into the uh the present giving so we've done the buying oh that's stressful giving. enough and you know like in the end I, I put a lot of thought into getting a great <laughs> present you know it was really insightful and i spent you know quite a quite a bit on it um so i'm looking forward to seeing uh what what my partner's got me you know and uh i opened it it's a uh pair of running socks what message are you trying to send me? <laughs> <laughs> Is that your internal dialogue? That's, that's the internal dialogue. Are you saying I need to get fit but, but, do some more exercise? <laughs> really? But, but, but we've all been there, you know, when someone gives you like, like, what, why would you give this to me? Like, what are you thinking? how have I ever expressed an interest in this? Ever. Um, what are you trying to tell me? Well, yeah. 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 <laughs> You know, but, or is but, this a gift regift? You know, like a situation. Oh, Maybe that's yeah, where your head might yeah. go. Yeah, that's right. He bought this at the service station on the way here. What? <laughs> <laughs> what do you do? Well, what do you do? Because the natural tendency, and we all do this, is oh, thanks, that's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> thanks, that's that's great. That's just what I wanted. I have to be honest here and say I have done that. Of course, we plenty all do of times. It. We all do it. What do you? I mean, what else is it? What's your alternative, right? In that situation, particularly if they've given it to you with a big smile on their face. <laughs> so it's a question, isn't it? Really? So were you? Uh, you know, when you when you bought these socks for me, were you thinking maybe um, maybe we could do some running together? <laughs> Was this a? <laughs> well, some so some of it could be checking your own thinking. Yes. Right. So check your own thinking. So rather than. You know, getting worked up about it. Like, how could you use it? Or does it even really matter? Yeah, okay. You know. So what you could, if it's a very practical gift, but not something that you necessarily really wanted, yeah, maybe it is about applying how it could be valuable to you. Uh 
but what people tend to do and that what we were unsurfacing before is the way we attach meaning to the gift giving. So we actually yeah, attached, right. um, you know, if you say, what are you thinking? You know, do you think I need to go for a run? Have you not given it any thought? Do you not care? What that is actually, do you not care about me enough to put ah. thought into it? I think that's the, that's the spiral down where you attach meaning to and, the gift giving. And also there's this, when you're receiving the gift, there's this kind of people pleasing thing too, where you got to, you got to do the old kind of Oscar special where you're like, oh, wow. You got to sell it a little. What are your other options in that instance? Though? I don't know if there's many. I mean, maybe there's not, and maybe it's not worth it. I suppose it depends on the nature of your relationship with someone. You know, sometimes you got to pick your battles. I once had a, well, right. once had a, uh, one of my girlfriends was given a, a pair of earrings from her boyfriend at Christmas time. And is, is that not a good one? What, is it a gift? Yeah. Well, she didn't like the earrings. Oh, right. Gotcha. And so what, but what happened was she said, she acknowledged and said, thank you. And she said, but I, I'm not going to wear these because I don't particularly like them. Like, I don't think they really suit me. Uh-huh. And they got into this argument oh, no. about, well, actually, shouldn't you just be thankful and appreciative that I went to the effort to find you something that I liked for you? And they got into this kind of philosophical debate, if you like, around you know, should you not just accept the gift? Because I yeah, put effort in. Right. I actually put effort and thought into this for you. I think she ended up exchanging them anyway. And her position was, well, what, what's the point of me owning something that I'm not going to use? So They're both fair. I mean, both if you fair had an exchange, then sure, right? Go for it. <laughs> well, and that's, again, that's check your own thinking, mm. you know, because what's the goal at the end of the day is... To give something to someone that they would... Find meaningful and valuable, probably. Yeah. And if it's not the exact style they want or something, then it's okay if they swap it too. Yeah. You know? So letting go of your attachment to that. But yeah, no, to, to, I don't know that there's many people that you could just go, thanks, but I don't really, I don't really want this. <laughs> I'm going to, this is, I'm going to give it away. <laughs> Can you imagine? Anyone want dessert? Like, just move it on. Move it on. Or you can do what my, um, my sibling does. So she's got a, a piece of artwork that she was given that she doesn't necessarily love and she just brings it out when they come to visit. <laughs> Where's that in the circumflex? <laughs> I love, now, Leona, if, if anyone's listening to this, now they're going to be like, was, was that uh, was that my painting that I gave her? <laughs> no, she loves that. She loves that. It's always on display. <laughs> <laughs> avoid, avoid, avoid. It sounds like there's a time and place for people-pleasing is what we're saying, doesn't it? Well, you know what? We do talk about sometimes it's okay to pitch your tent down there, yeah. right? It's, don't live down in those defensive styles, but sometimes look, it's worthwhile just pitching your tent there for a day, for an afternoon. Yeah. And maybe you know, it is for that afternoon. It's it might thank be. you, really appreciate the thought, which is not actually a lie, is it? And then it's a, hey, do you, I've just been thinking, do you mind... A couple of days later, we, I found something else that I really, really love. Exactly. Or you know what it could be? It's the um, the thinking internally could actually be constructive, could be achievement. Like what really matters here, right? What really matters here is that we have a good time. Yeah. The gift so is not important. The gift is not important. Yeah. The behavior might be, well, I'm just going to, you know, be happy or whatever, even if... Grateful, grateful. someone's given you something. Well, what, yeah, why not frame it like that? Just be mm, grateful. Just be grateful. Yeah, because it's expectations, actually, is what's getting in the middle of that. Yeah, unmet expectations, right? yeah. So if you... It's not like... I always 
it sounds kind of sad when people are like, just don't expect anything of anyone. Then you won't get hurt. Doesn't sound ideal. But it's like, just be, you know, thankful for whatever. Don't expect to have that yeah. brand new PlayStation in your uh, Christmas stocking this year or whatever. Maybe um, getting rid of, I know some families just get rid of presents altogether and just do gifts for the kids. Or give it to charity. There you go. There's another option. Yeah. <laughs> you let know that wouldn't well, work in my you, house. Do you ever see that? Seinfeld episode where George sets up the human fund. It's just money to himself, but he gives people a donation in their name to the human fund. <laughs> but he's a person. He's a human. So, it's, <laughs> <laughs> so I just always think of that. <laughs> I like that. Be grateful. Be grateful. And I guess that's the other one with kids, right? Parents, I'm sure, feel a lot of pressure to get their kids to play just whiz-bang, whatever. You know, but it's kind of cap on that as far as making kids be grateful yeah we well, making yeah was bit, making was a bit of a strong word but encouraging <laughs> encouraging kids yes. to be grateful totally so well i mean we've kind of been through the day i suppose so if you've survived it yeah you know hopefully you've used those tips and uh have come away with a happy day because it it is a, supposed to be about you know being happy so if you keep that top of mind it's going to be do a bit of planning beforehand yeah planning is key in well, fact Sorry, go. I was just going to say, what would be your like top tips if people were going to take some top tips away yeah. this Christmas? Well, I was thinking about this on my way here and applying it to myself, actually. I think mm-hmm. it's uh, thinking, you know, what's going to make, because, you know, there's going to be an element of just accepting the fact that when you bring people together, if it's for a couple of days or a day or whatever, that there's, there's going to be some group decision that you may not necessarily wouldn't necessarily be your choice if you were a solo operator. Right. So with being groups of people together from diverse backgrounds, I think there's just an acknowledgement that there are, you know, this is a different situation which requires a different frame up. And so I was thinking to myself, what do I do in the, in the lead up to being in an environment where not everything's going to be entirely in my control over Christmas? Mm. So I started with be conscious of your triggers. So what is it that takes you to your frustration place? Is Uh. it when things go wrong? Is it when your expectations aren't met? Is it, you know, do you get frustrated when you've got, you know, multiple needs to meet, whatever it is? Do you you take too much on? Do you take too much on? Yeah. Mm. Knowing what what your patterns are, particularly with family patterns, because they become, they somehow become really surfaced when you're Uh. in the family, back in the family system, you kind of assume your role. Mm -hmm. Um, And then know your boundaries or or kind of create your boundaries. And by that, I mean, be clear about, you know, what's going to bring the best out in you, what you want from your holiday so that you can go, okay, so if we're going to go spend four days with the in-laws, what are some of the parameters I'm going to create there? If your partner says, let's spend 10 days, you might say, no, I think, you know, cap it out at four, Mm. you know, create some kind of boundary Mm. that's going to work for you. And then set some expectations early. So one of the things that I know are my triggers is not when I don't have alone time or time to myself. So if I find myself pulled into an expectation that I'm meant to go along with every family outing, Mm -hmm. I might say before I get there, you know, we'll be there for four or five days, but on these two days, I'm going to go and do X, Y, Z. So I actually plant the seed early so that it's not a surprise because people seem to get a bit they have upset, expectations you know, you, by yeah, that point. And, and that's so with your point about expectations, to be clear about those early. Uh, 
because then they they don't have the expectation that yeah you're going to be there the whole time. So they're, they're the kind of things that I'm thinking as a you know to start preparing, and then there's that planning piece and and being mindful of what's the end game here. What are we trying to do? We're having some fun together. Mm. Yeah, they're my top tips. All right. Well, I hope that helps. A listener out there uh, who Let might us be know. who might be doing their shopping right now. So hopefully you're getting through it. What I'd say before we go is we do a Christmas card every year. So a digital Christmas card. So we'll be coming out probably around the same time as this. If you follow us on LinkedIn, follow Human Synergistics on LinkedIn or on Twitter, we'll be tweeting and inning them out. Where we go basically around the circumplex and kind of illustrate each style. So I think this year's theme is Santa's Workshop. So it's all the elves and stuff in Santa's Workshop playing out the different styles. So it's a bit of fun. Check that out. Otherwise, have a Merry Christmas from us. Merry Christmas. And we'll see you in the new year. Thanks, Dom. Thanks for listening to this episode of Culture Bites. If you enjoy the show, remember to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcasts. Also, leave us a review. It helps other people to find the show. If you have a question you'd like us to answer, email podcast at human-synergistics.com.au. We'd love to answer it. Thanks for being part of our amazing community. We can only do it together with yourself. So long for now.